Welcome to episode 38 of the Edwards ESL Edge podcast. Arguments 101. Welcome back for another edition of the podcast. We hope you enjoyed hearing another interview podcast last week and getting to know a new guest to the show. We will continue to delve into this idea of living abroad and adjusting to life in a foreign culture, but let's take a little break from that as we jump back into the article format this week. Not too long ago, we presented a recipe for success when it comes to interviewing and making a good impression on your interviewer. Well, today we are going to look at some pointers for a different sort of situation. Some people are born debaters, meaning they love to argue and defend their opinions, and they're quite good at it while others are more reserved and prefer to avoid conflicts whenever possible. Debating is a common activity for high school students here in Canada, and though we don't spend as much time studying techniques for debating as we do studying math, history, and other subjects, we can still pick up some useful ideas for defending our beliefs and opinions later on in life. I had some debating experiences in high school, and I feel that those exercises taught me to see an issue from both sides in order to anticipate what someone else might think or argue. Apart from the immediate effects this might have on being successful in a debate, I think this ability to see both sides of an issue can really help in many real-life situations as well. Today, we're going to spend some time looking at the best way to enter an argument in order to get the result you want, while also not offending the other side too much or making enemies for the future. No one likes a sore winner. Before we look at these tips, however, let's have a look at our vocab highlights. This week's vocab highlights are to go out of one's way, to dodge, to cling, uninitiated, daunting, to go toe-to-toe, -to, -toe, to formulate, to wipe the floor with someone, stance, to sway, gut feeling, to escalate, right under your nose. And now, Arguments 101. Whether it's for a decision made at work, a decision to buy the red sofa instead of the blue one, a decision to study psychology instead of going into business, or a decision to order fries instead of a salad, at some point, we all find ourselves having to justify or explain our actions and opinions. For some people, 
This ability to argue and defend an argument comes naturally, and they may even go out of their way to find people with conflicting opinions and engage them in a healthy debate. For others, however, it's easier to go through life dodging such conflicts and letting people cling to their beliefs, no matter how far they differ from our own. Whichever group you may fall into, it's important to know that you can defend yourself should the situation arise, much in the same way that someone will take self-defense or martial arts lessons while still having no intention or desire to actually put these moves into use. For the uninitiated, successfully presenting and defending your beliefs can seem like quite a daunting task. For this reason, it's important to keep a couple of things in mind as you prepare to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with anyone who challenges your reasoning. Here are just a few quick tips to help you formulate your ideas and deliver them effectively while also ensuring that you don't ruin important relationships as you wipe the floor with your opponents. First off, as with most things in life, a bit of preparation goes a long way. In this case, in order to defend your stance with confidence, you should know a few facts to support whatever claims you put forward. This way, if someone challenges something you've said, you can at least provide some background or specifics to give your position a bit more credibility. You don't have to remember every single detail imaginable, but you definitely want to sound informed on a subject. And now that you've got some confidence to back up your beliefs, it's important to remember that you're not going to convince everyone to join your team. This means that you have to remain open-minded in listening to new and different ideas. And you have to respect other opinions, as incorrect as they may seem. Listen to what others have to say, because it's possible that you haven't heard every side of an issue and maybe some piece of missing information can sway your opinion a bit. Either way, staying open-minded is one way to expand your knowledge and show others that you're not just determined to win the argument. Another way to show that you're interested in sticking to the facts and staying informed is to take your emotions out of the equation. Allowing your personal feelings on a topic to get in the way of the truth can make it difficult to see things clearly and make sense of a situation, leaving you blind to certain details that don't match up with your version of the story. And while it's alright to say that you just have a gut feeling about something, this approach may not be scientific enough to convince others. Letting your emotions guide you can also cause the argument to escalate from just a friendly debate to a heated exchange of personal insults. With this last point still fresh, our final tip of the day is to stay positive no matter the outcome. As we've already stated, not everyone wants to change their mind on a topic, and not every debate is winnable. 
The more serious an argument becomes, the more likely it is to bring out negative feelings and statements, leading to frustration on both sides of the issue. If any emotions are to be brought into the argument, they should be positive feelings of hope for a resolution and acceptance that some compromise is needed. If there is hope on both sides for things to be resolved, a solution may pop up right under your nose. And what a victory it would be for you to be the one to recognize that solution. And now for our vocab review. To go out of one's way. Idiom. To make an extra or unusual effort. To dodge. Verb. To try to avoid something. To cling. Verb. To hold on tightly to something. Uninitiated. Adjective or noun unfamiliar or inexperienced with something, in this case used as a noun to mean people who are inexperienced with debating. Daunting, adjective, intimidating or seeming difficult to deal with. To go toe-to-toe, -to -toe, idiom, to face someone directly in a fight or argument. To formulate, verb, to create or come up with a plan or strategy. To wipe the floor with someone. Idiom. To easily defeat an opponent in a competition or discussion. Stance. Noun. A position or attitude regarding some topic. To sway. Verb. To move from one side to the other. Gut feeling, phrase, an instinct or preference that can't be explained. To escalate, verb, to increase rapidly or become more serious. Right under your nose, idiom, clearly visible and in an obvious place but somehow ignored. And from earlier in the show, we have just a few expressions to cover. First off, near the beginning of the show, I said that we would continue to delve into the issue of living abroad in future episodes. And the verb to delve means to dig or search for something. Next, in introducing today's topic, I mentioned that we had previously presented a recipe for success for people preparing to do an interview. We can use this expression recipe for success to mean that these are steps you can take to ensure your success, much like you would follow a recipe in preparing a meal. I then said that we'd look at some pointers regarding arguments and debating. And the term pointers just means tips or pieces of advice. Finally, just before we looked at the vocab highlights, I said that no one likes a sore winner. Listeners may already be familiar with the term sore loser, which refers to someone who has a bad attitude when they don't win or don't get their way. <laughs> 
Well, a sore winner is just the opposite, meaning someone who has a bad attitude after winning and is maybe a bit too boastful after their victory. A gracious winner or loser is more pleasant in accepting the outcome of a competition. Well, now that we've heard a little bit about how to improve our debating skills, it's time to consider a few discussion questions so we can practice defending our opinions and telling others why they're completely wrong. Just kidding. This week's DQs are, are you someone who prefers to engage in debates or avoid conflicts? Do you feel confident defending your opinions? Is it common for students in your country to practice debating in school? When was the last time you wiped the floor with an opponent? When was the last time you went with your gut feeling on something? As always, we encourage you to follow the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud, and you can communicate with us by directing your tweets to at ESLEdge underscore podcast. You can also join our conversations with hashtag ESLEdge underscore podcast, and please send your comments by email to edwardsesledge at gmail.com. Be sure to check for updates on our Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud pages, and you can see my answers to the discussion questions there as well. That signals the end of our show. Thank you for joining us once again. We will be back in no time with another episode. Thanks also to Cornelius Trebald for his help, enthusiasm, and creative efforts. Tune in next week for another edition of the Edwards ESL Edge podcast. (laughs) 